from NBC Boston. We're joined this morning as we are every Monday morning free. by a man who has covered virtually every sport. As seen on a gentleman, a gentleman and a scholar and a hell of a golfer, ladies and gentlemen. Eric Freed joins us. Happy post Father's Day, Mr. Freed. Happy Father's Day, Greg. Yes. Happy Father's Day, Kelly. Happy Father's Day, Scotty. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, buddy. Sorry it's a day late. It's okay. But, uh, so. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there, and thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. It was a week I, ago. Did I bring enough of a B-plus game for Kelly Brown's liking mm-hmm. on Monday? Yeah. Yeah, I think we are. She did. played great. Of course she did. We had a great team. We yeah. had a great time, and we played well. Just wasn't enough to get it done, Kelly. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right, John. I know, uh, I know Vegas. I uh, know yeah. Vegas is counting on us to win, but I mean, I know we had five people, but we, you know, we still we 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 16 under was great for us. Everybody, but Cappy Carl's team uh, was minus. Yeah, we were four and a half people. Yeah, that's Greg right. Greg checks out after nine holes. Oh so. uh, no, no, no! Come on, <laughs> Greg did very well. Thank actually. you. By Greg Kretschmar standards. He was invested for a lot longer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Than, than normal. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad the drone didn't appear to the 18th hole because he would have thrown a club at it I uh, a lot I earlier than that, probably. Goddamn obnoxious. I need, a gr- I need a drone in my face while my while Eric and my brother are trying to, wow. trying to finish the round. Yeah, wow. that's what I need. Your, your brother was good. He's like, I'm, we're over there. We're in the weeds or something here, our last shot. Yeah. And your brother says, I'm going to take that thing down. And if you know Greg's brother, it's like, oh, yeah, there's no joke there. That's scary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he has a certain set of skills, and he I, can probably, like, leave with him. 25 feet in the air, grab uh, it, throw it down, and take his shot. I was, I, so I was like, with yeah, him. Yeah, Dave, I believe you 100%. Yeah, there's a video of it out now, me getting angry. But anyway. Oh. Uh, we had a great time. It was um, great. You know, it, uh, it's just great fun. Like, you, I mean, you guys know you got a lot of great listeners and supporters, yeah. and uh, it was good to see everybody out there. So I want to start with golf and start with the U.S. Open, and never mind the fact that Kepka won his second in a row. That's cool. Every every golfer under the sun was complaining about the course. I want to talk, uh, uh, of course, about Phil, Mick- Phil Mickelson, who pulled the Greg Kretschmar, by the way, who hit it well past the hole and ran up to it while it was still rolling and hit it back toward the hole. Ah, that's, a, that's a move I invented. I and, don't, now, see, I don't know if you... If I've actually seen you do that, I know I haven't seen a professional golfer, certainly one of Hall of Fame and yeah. multiple major winning caliber, such as Phil Mickelson, do that before. Right, but didn't they go a little crazy like, this is going to damage his legacy? Baloney. He was well, making a point. This. He was I mean, angry. Golf is, of course, you police yourself, that the rules are... It's like they're printed on ancient tablets, and you cannot violate them. And there are there's so many rules, police, and we've talked about in the past how people are just staring at their TV and they say, "Oh, I, I think one dimple moved out of that ball. I'm going to call Fox or NBC or CBS and complain." And and that has always been part of golf that you've just got so much of this holier than now that how dare you embarrass the game you know old tom morris and bobby jones are turning over in their graves all that kind of stuff now that being said greg for a guy who's done so much in his career this is going to be this is going to be a stink that's not going to leave him because one he intentionally ran down and cheated and, and, and broke the rules. I mean, there's no question about that. Yep, yep. And he admitted as much. Mm-hmm. And then his arrogance afterwards, where he could have easily come out and said, you know what, I just lost my mind. I was right. going to shoot a, a 100, and I'm so sorry. And, and instead, it was just like, toughen up, or, you know, oh, yeah, I, I thought about doing that, and I'll do it again, and all this stuff. It, so that little piece of it, I think, twisted things 
that knife a little bit for all those holier than now golf riders and he, he and, said, uh, but a lot of tour pros came out great critical of it too. Yeah, no, I know, I know. He said that uh, look, I knew it was a two po- uh, stroke penalty. I used the game to my advantage and I took the two two strokes. That's what I did. It was nothing more than that. No disrespect intended. If you feel that way, I'm sorry. You do. That's not the way I meant it. Now he may yeah. indeed not be telling the truth. Maybe he was angry at the way the course was. Everybody was angry on Saturday and Friday. It was uh, many many complaints. But I just thought. I just laughed when I saw it. I really yeah, did. Yeah, and, and I, uh, I agree. I mean, uh, it, it was it over the top. Yeah, but it's like it's one of four majors, and yeah. uh, it's Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Now, if it was Matt Parziali, the amateur, the Brockton firefighter, or if it was I don't know Charlie Hoffman. Yeah. You know, would they have been disqualified? Probably on the spot. You know, and so there, there's a couple mm-hmm. of guys who probably get different treatment. Mickelson's one of them. Woods, and uh, you can name a handful of other guys who probably uh, they would look at it differently. And there was there are so many golf rules that they didn't know what it, people just assumed it was. Well, this is you know the the violation that you cheated and you should be disqualified. I mean, his first putt was horrible. It had no chance. It's almost like he's like, well, let me make a terrible putt so I can run after it and then yeah. swat it back like I'm playing hockey. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was on his mind. So breaking the rule was on his mind. I, I think um, with you and this that you know the positives outweigh this. But you know his mm-hmm. his comments after and. Ducking the media Sunday, you know, he made two quick comments while he was kind of walking away. He didn't do it. You know, obviously, it's it's something that's gonna that's gonna linger for for a little while. Interesting, but um, yeah, that was a Kretschmar. Yeah, I mean, totally. it's gonna be called a Mickelson now, but totally. uh, you know, unfortunately, we we can't call it a Kretschmar anymore. Where you run after a putt that's heading down the hill away from the hole. Whatever, go ahead. It back, uh, Kelly Brown, uh, Frito. Uh, if I'm Danny Ainge, I don't touch this quiet Leonard thing with a ten foot pole. You agree? I mean, he's only under contract for another year. Who knows? He may even want to leave after that. So uh, we stay away. I think all his fans want him to stay away, don't they? It, uh, one thing that I find interesting about this is, you know, here's Kawhi Leonard, who obviously it's come out now that he wants to leave the Spurs. He wants to be traded, and. Everybody, I think, right away assumed, well, where's LeBron going? To the Lakers? So you could see LeBron and Kawhi add another piece there. Boom, you've got your super team that can compete with Golden State out west. But the Celtics have so many pieces that they could use in a deal. And the question I have, Kelly, is I, my first response is I agree with you 100% uh, about, you know, like this, you'd have to give up too much to get something that you don't know how long you'll have him for. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's, Still an elite player, but he's coming off an injury, and you don't know how long he's going to be an elite player. Danny Ainge has the pieces. They have one draft pick this year. They have multiple draft picks coming up in future years, thanks to all the deals that Ainge has done. He's got assets on the roster right now. I mean, you may not think about it, but Gordon Hayward could easily be traded for someone like Kawhi Leonard. If the Celtics think, well, you know, I don't know what kind of player he's going to be. This isn't the player we signed because he's coming off the injury. The Celtics could deal Kyrie Irving because he's in that same situation where he's got a contract this coming year. He already said this past week that he doesn't want to sign an extension because there's a bigger payoff waiting until after this year. And Ainge has proven that he could do a little bit of the unexpected. Coming into this past year, there were only four guys on the roster remaining from the previous year when they had a pretty good team, so he's not afraid to make a deal. So do I think it will happen, Kelly? No. Could it happen because Ainge thinks a little bit differently? And he knows better than anyone, I think, all right, this is the con- 
the construction of a roster we need to beat Golden State or yeah. to beat a Lakers super team. He may look at it and say, Kawhi Leonard is that piece we need, so I'm willing to give up Jalen Brown in a draft pick or Gordon Hayward in a draft pick or Kyrie. You're going to have to give up something. Now, I, I love the core. I agree with you 100%, but Danny Ainge has proven that he's thinking two, three moves ahead, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, it could be interesting. You good with that? I'm good with that. Uh, good with yeah. that. Uh, I have to say, uh, Red Sox last night, of course, put the uh, they put the stamp on the on the split. At least they uh, they won easily in Seattle. You know. Well, they split the four games out there. Seattle's very good. I mean, Seattle's a much improved team. Uh, Houston is surging right now. We know about the the Yankees, and they're the Sox. I mean, those are four clear cut mm-hmm. top teams in the American League. Which now we we're past Father's Day. We get into July. The trade deadline's coming up. Yeah. So. You've got these teams that seem pretty equally matched up. Is someone going to make an aggressive move for a deal? Now, the Sox don't have as many pieces to work with as, as they once did, but I, I like what the Sox have done with piecing things together with the pitching rotation. You know, mm-hmm. Stephen Wright pitched really well Saturday night. He gave up one run, made one mistake, but they ran into a guy in LeBlanc, who journeyman, who just shut the Sox down. Yeah. So it was a one nothing game. Rodriguez has been pretty good. Um, David Price has been excellent, and Chris Sale is looking more and more like Chris Sale last couple of starts. So the Sox seem to have the pitching. Um, Xander Bogarts is hitting well. Mookie Betts is back from injury. So I, the question will be over these next couple of weeks, Greg, is, mm-hmm. well, do they have the pieces they, they have right now? Is that enough for a World Series run, or do they need to make a move? Because there's going to be a lot of teams right around them that are going to be probably thinking pretty aggressively. And we? And that will make it interesting. We shall see. We yeah. shall see. And can I just say one thing? You, you said the Brady, you know, he didn't say anything. I thought he had a pretty telling line in there to Oprah, where when he was asked about his relationship with Bill Belichick, and he caught himself mid and said, I loved him. The little past tense loved him line. I thought you know, it wasn't I, I, like I love him. And, and, and you know, again, we keep looking so deeply. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, what's happening here? Is it breaking up? What What is the future of of the Patriots and the Belichick Brady relationship? And I, I see that and I hear that, and it, it just ties into all the stuff we've been talking about the last year. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it because I I I, th- I heard I saw it and I said. I heard love. I didn't hear loved. Uh, but I'll have to go back and watch that because if, uh, if that's the case, that is, clips. that is an interesting thing. Uh, and of course, I believe you. So I'll go back and, and double check that. I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was a past tense. I loved him. Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe that's what I'm expecting to hear now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Know. Where are we going to see you this week? Uh, NBC Boston coming up a little bit later on this week. And um, I'll be sweating today. Awesome. So, <laughs> awesome, man. Well, come on over the house. You're going to be sweating today like on, everybody else. Come on That's over the house. Take a dip in the pool. You'll love it. I, I gotta sw- um, I'll go over. We can, have a noodle, we can have a noodle fight. Total noodle fight. Oh. Yeah, total. Go- got that going on. Another noodle fight with you, Scotty. Oh, I never get tired gotta of Gotta love that. All right, buddy. Good to talk to you, Eric. Thank yeah. you, man. Eric Freed, everybody. Uh, NBC Boston. We got a break. We got uh, John Michael uh, Higgins coming up in just a couple minutes. And then we got our whiskey friends coming in from the... Uh,